Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the She's God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a human design reader. Welcome to the show if you've never been before and welcome back if you've listened in the past. So I want to jump right into the topic this week, which is all about perceptions and projections. I find this topic super fascinating. I experience it a lot in my own energy and on the path. And I experience it, of course, through my friends and people that I know having lots of projections and perceptions coming up in their field. And so I've been more studying this to help my clients who are working towards self-mastery and wanting life purpose, clarity, and stuff like that. I work a lot with this energy with clients who have five lines in their human design profile. So sideline topic is that it if you are looking at your human design chart, you can check out your personality profile, which is at the top right-hand corner of your chart. And it should be top right-hand corner if you've got the Jovian archive printout, pretty sure, uh, or or it's on the left side, left, left side or right side of the top of the chart. Either way, you're going to see personality profile and it's going to have two numbers and it's either going to say you're a 3-5, a 5-1, a 1-3, a 6-2, a 4 or six, like it has all of these different numbers that you can be for your personality profile, which just gives you more information on your design and how you show up in the world energetically, how other people are feeling you. But this is a great place to look at if you have um, a projection field, a built-in projection field. So for people with five lines in human design, five ones, three fives, all of the five lines in there, you have a built-in projection field, which which just means that when people experience you, a lot of times they're not always seeing the real you. This means that you have to just be somebody who by nature knows who the fuck you are because a lot of times people are either seeing the highest version of themselves in you or the lowest version of themselves in you. They're making up ideas about you as go and it's not really you. So people who have five lines in their profile can oftentimes feel like they don't, nobody ever sees the real them. So this is just a sideline thing I'm I'm throwing in here 
here. And I just brought it up because when it comes to projections and perceptions, I work a lot with clients who are experiencing projections in their field due to having this five line in their profile. So back to the main topic of the podcast, which is all about projections and perceptions. So I've been playing a lot with this um, topic and kind of diving deeper into all the things to learn more about it. And of course, one of the main things I like to do before really talking about this is to kind of look up the etymology of uh, perceptions and projections and to kind of feel, start to feel into the energy before we even really get into this topic so that we can start to pick it apart from there. So the first thing I want to talk about is uh, perceptions. Um, And so what is the definition of a perception? A perception is a belief or opinion formed before enough information is available to form it correctly. It's a perception of something that's happening. So again, it's a belief or an opinion formed before enough information is available to form it correctly. Now, what is a projection? A projection, and I had to look up, it's interesting because if I just looked up projection, the word projection in and of itself, it of course brought up like the business analogy of a projection or something that you're making on your budget or your numbers, or else it brought a projection like something mirroring on a wall. I had to actually look up the word projecting in order to get the right definition of like, the more spiritual aspect of projection, which is the mental process by which people attribute to others what is in their own minds. And I'll say that one more time about projection, the mental process by which people attribute to others what is in their own minds. So those are the two things that I want to start to really feel into perception, being a belief or opinion formed before enough information is available to form it correctly, and then projection, uh, the mental process by which people attribute to others what is in their own mind. So basically, there's this whole energy of like falsity, that's probably not a word, but there's this whole energy of like false vibes throughout the energy of perception and projection to start like right away when you look at the definitions and you look up what the words actually mean, there's this whole energy of just falseness um, type of vibe within it. So what I want to talk about with this too is because I see a lot of it within myself, okay, and within the people that I work with on a client level, like I mentioned, or within the spiritual community. And the reason why I've been really picking this apart is because this can get in the way big time, okay? Like big time, like to have so many perceptions, so many projections about what you're experiencing and then allowing that falsity to be your truth, okay? So that's where it really starts to get dangerous is when you are perceiving things to be a certain way. Maybe somebody, you feel somebody's attacking you or you feel someone is being inauthentic in their truth or you feel that someone is uh, unqualified qualified, but they're trying to like sell you something and it just seems sketchy. There's lots of perceptions and projections that pop up, especially on the spiritual journey 
all because spirituality is a big part of spirituality is intuition. And so intuition has a lot of uh, connection to the mental process as well. So some people say that perception is intuition. It's like this intuitive knowing about something. So that's why I do see it a lot pop up a lot in the spiritual community with people tripping up on projections and perceptions because they are really intuitive. So they're like picking up on all these hits and they're creating a story in their mind about it, which can be very dangerous grounds um, because we are living in a time of very quick manifestation and you have to really mind your mind. You cannot be letting things ruminate that are negative. You cannot allow yourself to go down these shadowy spirally things unless you're doing shadow work and you're clearing it and it's a productive shadow journey. Um, but it's it's very important that you've got your perceptions and your projections in check. So in order to have these things in check, it's good to kind of understand where they are. So the best analogy I've heard on this is that when it comes to projections and perceptions is that you can liken the body to a computer, which I've heard this a lot of spiritual leaders say this, but like the body, the mind, everything is all a computer. In human design, they call it the vehicle, right? So this is the the program this is the actual computer it's the vehicle our mind is like a computer and typically when let's just imagine like when you first get your apple laptop or something like that like you you'll get your first computer you expect it to be running perfectly right like there's no problem with this computer or with this laptop cuz you just bought it and so it should be working just fine and i liken that like a brand new apple laptop <laughs> this is going to sound weird but I liken it to like a baby, right? Like a baby that's just born, like it's perfect. Nothing's wrong with it. It hasn't been programmed at all. It's in its most pure state to receive this brand new Apple laptop from the computer slash this brand new baby being incarnated on earth, right? Like it's in perfect condition. There's no chips, there's no viruses, there's like nothing going on, no programming, okay? Its system is in place, okay? It's intact. So now when you are going through your upbringing, through your parents and through society and through your teachers and through religious dogs, that you could experience in your life, you could receive this programming, okay? And I like to think of that as like, if we go back to the Apple brand new Apple laptop analogy, that's kind of like computer hacker, like throwing a program in your computer that you didn't want. And it's like, dang, like, dude, like, thank you for like the work you did. But I didn't ask for this like extra programming that you put in my my laptop. Like now, when I try to like pull up notes, it does all of this other funky stuff. And if I try to pull up Google spreadsheet, it like adds all this other stuff I don't even feel is true or right or helpful, right? So that's kind of the same thing with like a brand new baby, like you have this upbringing that's happening and your parents and your teachers and everybody are like programming you with these different thoughts, beliefs, ideologies around what it means to be successful, be happy, be strong, be emotionally available as a woman, uh, be successful, like whatever, you're receiving all of this programming into your brand new computer, right? So then those programs begin running on your system. 
system, okay, your vehicle. And so that those programs to me are very much so the perceptions that that's when the perceptions start to accumulate and like culminate, culminate like in your ashna in human design, which is your processing center, otherwise the physical brain, what we would call um, your brain, right? So then it starts to run these programs that like, okay, if I was my highest, most powerful self, then that means that I would change as a person and I wouldn't be the loving friend that I always been, or I wouldn't be there for my kids, or that would somehow make me a bad mom, right? Like that's a program that somebody could have picked up when they're children or when you got that brand new Apple laptop and somebody threw a program in there that you didn't want. And now things are running funky and it's causing, right, you to have these perceptions about something that's taking place around you. And these perceptions, like I mentioned, they are a belief or an opinion formed before enough information is available to form it. Correct. Okay. So this is like you, this is just, there's not enough information. It's just coming from the limited amount of downloads you received from the conditioning of society or your parents or something like that. It's a perception. It doesn't mean it's reality. It means it's a perception where you're perceiving to be true about this thing. So this brings me to the second part of what I want to talk about, which is perception ultimately feeding the projections that you receive. And again, the projections are that mental process by which people attribute to others what is in their own minds. You're literally projecting your perception onto people and saying like, this is what's true, right? Like this is what you believe to be true. And believe me, I'm somebody who is very much so, I know who I am, I know what I believe, but I catch myself too, you know? of course, like out here and I'm like, that's being judgmental, you know, like that's like me judging this person before I get to know them. I have these perceived ideas around what this is going to be. Sometimes I don't give, to be honest, this is going to sound real shitty, but I'm just putting myself out there. Sometimes I don't give people who look super woo a chance. Like, I know that sounds so fucking like negative and like totally opposite of what I should be doing because I am a highly spiritual person. But sometimes if I see these dudes with like fucking long hair and flip-flops and like they're all like dancing around in the sunflowers I have a hard time I'm like I need a real conversation like I don't know like I can be like certain energy I'm like but but what's what is that though when I think about it or like when I feel into it let's say I know that that's a program that was downloaded into me probably from like I don't know watching the 70s show or like television or parents or something who have this whole hippie thing that they're like, oh no, that's the hippie movement. Those are hippies. They're not based in reality. They like just follow butterflies all day. So that could be me perceiving that that person, that dude with like long hair and flip-flops and that's like running around chasing butterflies that he's not grounded or successful. Okay, like that's rude, first of all. Um, But I'm just putting myself out there like that is a program that I received when I was a kid that these certain individuals that look super hippie, they're they are not successful and they don't have what it takes to like make it in the real world kind of thing. So that's something I've been dealing with. Like, okay, I need to work through that perception. I need to work through that programming. I need to look at everybody the same way and not have these horrible like freaking perceptions about people that 
that are turning into projections of what my mind is projecting on to them that they are. This person can be a multimillionaire. Who knows? That fucking created Burt's Bees. I don't I don't know. And here I am judging the situation. So it's, it's so important that like, you know, we, we look at this, especially because of a lot of women down in 2020 and a lot of what's trying to come back around right now. We need to get our perceptions that are turning into our projections in fucking check. Okay. Like we need to get it in line. We need to say, okay, where is the programming coming from? Is this something I was watching on the news? Is there some fear here that's being ingrained in me and that I need to get into check like immediately? So it's just about knowing that these things are true. You know, they, 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 they're there. Projections and perceptions are a thing. So I wanted to bring in Don Miguel Ruiz, but Don Miguel Ruiz, I'm sure lots of you know who that is, but that is the author of, you know, probably the most popular is The Four Agreements, the book, The Four Agreements, which I highly recommend if you've never read that book. I know one of the agreements is not taking things personally. (laughs) So it's like right up there with like perceptions and projections and not taking things personally when people are doing that. So he also wrote The Mastery of Love, The Voice of Knowledge. So anyway, Don Miguel Ruiz, I want to talk about him because I really like what he had to say about perception, which is that he, he likened it to being the narrator in your head that is perception and what you're experiencing is the projection of that perception and that's kind of what I've been talking about I really like that because it makes a lot of sense to me so he says when we perceive an object our experience is that we are seeing an object that is really there we feel it is what is causing our perception And when we project onto an object, we experience ourselves intentionally augmenting the object. We feel we partially cause our experience. So I really like that because what does it do? It sort of separates. There's a little bit of a separation there, right? He also talks about how, let me bring this this, uh, second piece in too, just to kind of add to what he just said. So another way that he explained it is watching a baseball game and you are perceiving Perceiving what's happening on the field, right? Like no problem. Like you know what's happening. Uh, the catcher like threw the ball and like the dude. Okay, I know nothing about baseball, but like whatever. He hit a home run <laughs> and whatever. Like it, the ball like went out into the audience or the crowd. So okay, so you're perceiving what happens, right? Like okay, he he got a home run and. But then Don Miguel, he likens it to, okay, you perceived what you just saw right in front of your eyes. Boom. It's right there in front of your eyes. You know what you saw. Now it's shifting a little bit because the second part that he adds on is now you rewatch it, but this time you're listening, you have the volume up and you're listening to the guys narrate what's happening. And they are saying something completely different. They're saying that, the ball was like went all the way to the left. And so it doesn't count as a home run, even though he went off four ones around, it doesn't count because the ball went out of the line or something like that. And so it doesn't count. 
it went out into the crowd, but in, you know, two, it was out of the way. And I don't know the right words there, but I know you, you all know what I'm saying there. So it, it, he, now you have a totally new perception about what just happened. You're like, oh, like I was sure, like in my perception, he definitely got that home run and it looked to be successful. But now that the narration came in, it appears that he didn't actually get the home run, that the ball went out or something. So it's kind of like he likens it to that in terms of having the narrator in your head being the perception that is constantly running the show and that the perception and what you are experiencing is the projection of the perception, if that makes sense. So like the projection of what you're actually seeing, it's coming from the narrator in your head that is the perception unless you are receiving the narration from outside of yourself. And then if you're receiving the narration outside of yourself, that becomes your new projection because now your perception has changed. So he really connects the perception in our mind to the actual narrator that's constantly running the show. And like I mentioned, what he said was when we perceive an object like a baseball game, our experience is that we are seeing the object and that it's really there and it's happening just as we imagine it, just as we perceive it to be happening. We feel it is what's causing our perception. We're seeing it. So when we project onto an object, we experience ourselves intentionally augmenting the object. We feel we partially cause our experience. I really love that because guess what? It really helps to know this part, this little part, because if you are ever feeling like, am I projecting onto this situation or is this what's actually happening here? If you are, if you feel you're projecting onto a situation, I invite you to do what Don Miguel is kind of suggesting here is do you feel you are partially causing the experience? That's really how you know. If you get that like tiny little feeling like that you are causing the projection to happen, likely or causing the perception of what you're seeing to happen, you're perceiving it in a certain way, then likely you're causing that projection to happen. So it's really good to be mindful of that little spirit hack during conversations even with people. If you feel that people have an undertone to like what they're saying, it's good to kind of notice when you are have that feeling, like do I feel like I'm I am partially causing this experience. That's like a really, a really good pause to ask yourself in that moment. Because then, then we know it's projection, right? Because he describes the projection onto something as us experiencing ourselves intentionally augmenting the object. We're changing it in some way, shape, or form. And usually we will feel it if we're conscious. We will feel ourselves shifting the conversation to something else because we're being judgmental, right? That's why I brought up judgment in the beginning because we're sort of judging what's actually taking place and we're putting labels on it and we're questioning it and all of that. So I love that part. Definitely using that. Do you feel you are partially causing the experience? And also questioning, is your perception leading to the projection? So really to kind of wrap this though, right? Because I'm still uncovering this. I don't have all the answers. I'm still diving deep into projections, perceptions, and judgment and all of that stuff because I do see it coming up a lot, not only within myself, but within um, people that I know and love. And one part, 
that really makes sense to me is by nature, we are perceiving through the mind, right? Through the Ajna. Now, the more we can biohack our perception through things like spirituality, reading books like the four, um, the, the four agreements by Don Miguel, the more that we can biohack our perception through spirituality, the sooner we can shift the projection that we see. I love, I, I really feel like that's kind of the key. Like the continue, as we continue to do the shadow work, to clear, to go on that spiritual journey, that's really, I know, tough and kind of icky sometimes, but continuing to put ourselves through it and even asking the universe, show me how to see as you see. That's actually part of what I do in the morning too. I have a beautiful feather that I bought at a shaman's market at some point many, many years ago. And one thing I do that one of my teachers taught me is I'm actually take the feather and I brush it at the top of my head and then I brush it at th- and then I point it up to the sky three times and I say universe God source universe help me to or father mother God whatever you like to say and then I, I brush it at the top of my head and like I said I point it up to the sky three times and I, I say help me to think as you would think and then I put it up to my third eye I brush it on my third eye and then I point the feather up to the you, to the sky three times and I say, help me to see as you would see. And then I brush the feather on my mouth. And then I say, point it up to the sky three times. And I say, help me to speak as you would speak. And then I brush it on my heart, the feather on my heart. And then I say, help me to love as you will love. So it's kind of just, I do that every morning, you know, after I do my little Palo Santo smudge, I do that because it's kind of this initiation immediately, <laughs> right when I wake up in the morning, right? Like God knows where I was all night flying through the cosmos, but it's just that moment moment of coming back to here is the moment I open my eyes and I do my morning ritual to kind of say like, okay, help me like universe. I'm here. Help me to think as you would think, help me to see as you would see, help me to speak as you would speak, help me to love as you would love. It's, it's really that simple. All you have to do is ask. So as I continue to pick apart first, perception, projection, um, judgment, all of these things, I'm probably going to bring, I have a couple people in mind I want to bring on the show to dive deeper into these topics that are very, very powerful um, to help pick it apart a little bit more. But for now, I will leave you with that. And and then of course, I invite you to use these little spirit hacks that I, I've mentioned so that, you know, the sooner we can shift the projection that we see through our spiritual hacks, through our spiritual journey, really clear cleansing that perception, the sooner we will activate a higher perception, which will then ultimately give us clearer uh, projections or no projections, but we will actually just see things for the truth of what they are, right? And I know that truth is subjective and that's like a whole nother podcast, <laughs> um, but I am going to leave it there. So I hope that something within this episode helped and I will be back with a brand new episode very soon. I'm very excited for the next guest that I'm having on actually. Her name is Mira and she's an Ayurvedic master and I'm, I'm very interested to dive deeper with her her on some of these topics when it comes to our health. So you can look out for that on the very next episode of the She's a God podcast. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this 
is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.